Welcome to the World Languages Collaborative Podcast, a series of podcasts aiming to help language teachers improve their craft through innovative ideas, strategies, and best practices from expert teachers. The World Languages Collaborative brings language teachers together from all over the state of Georgia and beyond to exchange ideas and perspectives on teaching and learning languages. The World Languages Collaborative podcast is an extension of this effort and is brought to you by the Department of World Languages and Cultures at Georgia Southern University. I'm your host, Grant Gearhart, Associate Professor of Spanish at Georgia Southern. All right, welcome back to the World Languages Collaborative podcast. Today's episode is a little different um, because we are in between guests. I'm doing sort of a short op-ed presentation, uh, which I will do on occasion. And what I want to talk about today is learner mindset. And by learner mindset, I mean how we account for learner attitudes and perspectives on learning a language, learning anything really. I just published an article in Actful's The Language Educator Fall 2021 issue titled, Is Mindset Destiny? Empowering Students from Day One Through a Growth Mindset. There's some terms that we need to unpack from that title, and we'll get to that in a minute. I will say that for the last few years, I've become interested in mindset as a tool for personal growth, and I've read upwards of 25 books and, and probably double the amount of articles on the subject of mindset, uh, all of which share the common goal of helping individuals improve in their respective fields. Being a better teacher, being better at business, learning a new skill, taking up a new sport, becoming a better parent, and the beat goes on. Along the way, I've sort of kept tabs on what content might be good to introduce into my language classroom, and lately I've been incorporating components of the growth mindset steadily since COVID-19 broke out. So when I, when I first started teaching back in 2003, I never gave any thought really to how my students viewed learning, the process of learning, much less learning a, a language. You know, I thought if, if I taught them what I thought they needed to know, and they studied, and then I gave them a test, learning would happen. Sort of like a conveyor belt or programming a computer or following a recipe. You know, just do the steps and the finished product will appear. And I never gave any consideration to how learners might perceive learning something new, like a language. But the, the mindset of a learner, and a learner with a capital L, is foundational for any attempt to learn something new. Now, this is the, the part of the episode where I freely admit that my statements are not grounded in second language acquisition theories. So to my uh, SLA friends, I, I beg your pardon here. Instead, my ideas uh, on this are really born out of my experience taking on new things periodically, becoming a beginner again for the sake of becoming a beginner. Now, why is that important? Why is it important that with some regularity, we try new things? We begin something new. I think there are a lot of reasons why, but one that is very important for language teaching, especially those of us who work with novice learners on a consistent basis, is so that we can feel what it's like to be a beginner again. You know, when I started teaching in the target language, focusing on comprehensible input, so much time had passed from when I started learning Spanish, like well over a decade, that I, I did not remember what being a beginner or a beginning language learner felt like. So I had little in common with my students in that regard. 
I, I didn't know what they were feeling. Were they stressed? Were they insecure? Uh, were they curious? I didn't know what was going on in their minds. But one thing is certain that being a beginner is tough, even if you have the right mindset. So when it, when it comes to learning, there are two types of mindsets that are opposite of one another. A fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Before moving on, I'll give I'm going to give you my definition of these. So a fixed mindset is indicative of a mind that has already made itself up about something new and its place in that newness. So for example, deciding that I'm just not that good at languages because on the first day or first week it doesn't come easily or worse, it appears to the individual that it comes easily to their classmates and not them. And we'll talk about cross comparisons and how dangerous they are in a minute. If you have a fixed mindset, being a beginner can be devastating. It can lead to frustration. It can discourage you. And ultimately, a poor mindset can lead you to quitting whatever it is that's new to you. The person applying a growth mindset, on the other hand, understands that improvement happens with consistent effort and that it happens in small intervals and at different rates for different people. And the important thing is to focus on improvement. Just a little bit better each day, each class. But over time, those small, seemingly insignificant improvements add up to noticeable gains. In this context, improved language proficiency. It's a process-focused approach to learning instead of an outcome-based approach. And getting students into this frame of thinking, though, takes some deliberate work on the part of the instructor. And, and to be clear, uh, this idea, the growth and the fixed mindset, it, it's mostly addressed in binary terms, right? It's one or the other, fixed or growth mindset. However, it's more likely that there's a spectrum and that we're all shifting one direction or the other given a specific context. In other words, we may easily apply the growth mindset to something, but then the fixed mindset to something else, all the while shifting back and forth along the continuum, the idea is to be aware of what these mindsets are and shift them back towards growth when we realize we're moving in the direction of a fixed mindset. So it's likely that most students will demonstrate examples of both mindsets at a given time. But what I've started doing is explicitly addressing the mindset scale in my language classes, mainly preaching the concept of improvement. Our goal is to improve language proficiency which is the same as saying getting better at using the language. Uh, as we know, language learning is messy. Sometimes we plateau for a bit before breaking through. The key is to keep practicing, to keep using the language and exposing our students to comprehensible input, but overall to focus on improvement. I am explicit about this in my classes. Don't focus on being perfect. Perfect is the enemy of good and the destroyer of the concept of improvement. Focus on your individual improvement instead. Talking about and praising the growth mindset in class is a good way to engage learners who otherwise may not be interested in learning another language. As humans, when we see ourselves improve in something, it is motivating and we tend to enjoy it more. 
we see language learning through the lens of improvement rather than something we're simply good at or not, then our approach changes from, well, I do okay today in class to how can I improve today in class? Getting students to see language learning this way is not easy. And it's really up to us as instructors to lay out from the beginning what our goals for students are. I will say, too, that how we assess students plays a major role in this. If we tell students that it's all about improvement and proficiency, your ability to communicate with the language in a real context, but then we calculate their their grades based on a whole lot of form-based assessments where accuracy is paramount, then we're sending them mixed messages. We're saying one thing, but requiring another. We should be telling students to make mistakes in class, to make it messy, to try, but by all means create, do, push yourself with the language. But then later, if we change the game on them by raising the stakes with assessments focused on form and accuracy, where we deduct points here and there for errors, we're steering students back to that fixed mindset. Formal assessments can be excellent tools to help us measure progress, but we sometimes overdo it to the point that even without realizing it, we've pushed the focus of our course to be outcome-driven rather than adhering to the process of steady improvement. And there's a balance there, so we have to formally assess judiciously. I am very hesitant to use tests as tools for motivating learners because, in my experience, it's short-lived motivation. Another concept to be aware of is the stigma of cross-comparing, where one student bases their competency on how they stack up with a peer. It's natural for humans to compare themselves, and we see this play out in school all the time. We rank students by their GPA, SAT scores, test grades, and so on and so forth. Hey, what'd you get on the Spanish test? I got a 70. I'm just not very good at Spanish or French or whatever. And here come the cross comparisons. Students want to know where they stack up with their peers. So it's natural that they gravitate to where they envision themselves to be skilled or good at something. In a language classroom, if we create an environment where students start putting themselves in these boxes, these boxes of I'm good or I'm bad, or, or worse, we put them in these boxes ourselves and we are fostering a fixed mindset. I try to encourage students to not cross compare with others, but instead focus on their own personal improvement, to focus on the process of learning. I want them to see that they are getting better. I want them to appreciate students who are more advanced and to see them as key assets in class to help their own personal improvement. As one student improves, we all improve, because the level of language rises collectively in the classroom. I also encourage advanced students from time to time to work with students who may not have progressed as quickly, and I try to do this in mutually beneficial ways. Um, I will say, though, that I try not to pair up two students who are struggling to improve. We want students to feel that they can improve in language and that it's okay to improve at their rate. Sure, each class has standards that must be met, and that's a good thing. That's what we are working towards, those can-do statements. It's how we get our students there that counts. If they have a mindset around those can-do statements that allows for progression, 
progression from something like, I can't do this well yet, or I can do this only with help, to I can do this confidently on my own, then we are infusing the growth mindset into their learning. And if we explicitly talk to them about mindset, we add a layer to their experience in our classroom because we are simultaneously equipping them with a life skill that can benefit them. How to learn new things is so important in the 21st century because as technology changes, learning new things is a constant. If students understand how mindset plays a role in learning, and then they practice that mindset in our language classes, then we've done double duty. We teach them language, but also we give them a tool that they can use long after they leave our classrooms. Language teachers have this unique opportunity to blend mindset and language learning together. I get I get that this may sound very ivory towerish for many listeners. I completely understand. It's just something to think about. I'm not perfect in fostering the growth mindset. Like everybody, at the end of the term, I have to assign grades to every student. What I've been doing over the last few years, though, is to try to create as many opportunities for students to improve individually or to individually improve by setting up migrating to promote improvement over accuracy and form all the time. Now, there's some great resources that I'd recommend if you are interested in learning more about the process of fostering a growth mindset in your classroom. Uh, Carol Dweck's Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, is a must. Also, I really like Brock and Hundley's The Growth Mindset Coach, a teacher's month-by-month handbook for empowering students to achieve. And check out the fall 2021 edition of The Language Educator, where you'll find excellent content about empowering language learners. And last but not least, coming up in February, on February 26th, Saturday, February 26th from 9 to 11 a.m., we are having the World Languages Collaborative. It's a virtual via Zoom. It's free. It's moderated by Dr. Mark Linsky from the Savannah-Chatham County Public School System. And if you listen to to the credits of this podcast, you'll hear information about how to contact Dr. Linsky to get access to the World Languages Collaborative. It's a fantastic event. Uh, a lot of language professor, professionals, teachers come together, and we talk about all a whole range of topics related to language teaching and language learning. Uh, and I'm planning on uh, facilitating a discussion on learner mindset. So I'd love to see you there. Again, check it out. It's Saturday, February Mark 20, February uh, 26th from 9 to 11.30 a.m. And you can contact Dr. Mark Linsky and his contact information is embedded in the credits of this podcast. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, I just got a ukulele, which I have no idea how to play. Uh, But I believe in the power of being a beginner. uh, And I know that uh, it's going to be frustrating and challenging. uh, Very similar to the way a novice language learner, uh, a novice language learning can be frustrating and challenging. But it's going to remind me of how my students feel in my elementary Spanish classes. Uh, I'm going to try to practice the growth mindset. I'm going to try to improve each day and enjoy the process. And, And who knows? 
Maybe in a later episode, I'll play uh, a song when I get good enough. Eventually. Thank you for listening to the World Languages Collaborative Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And please give us a like and share this podcast with your colleagues and anyone interested in languages. To learn more about the World Languages Collaborative, contact Dr. Mark Linsky from Savannah Chatham County Public School Systems at mark.linsky at sccpss.com. That's mark, M-A-R-K dot Linsky, L-I-N-S-K-Y at sccpss.com. Again, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.